this is the Mr. J Underground Podcast Network. Recorded Hideaway Studios, Hemlock, Michigan. You're chilling with Mr. J. Chillin' with Mr. J. I'm Mr. J. The Chillin' with Mr. J podcast contains language not suitable for children. Wow. Episode 5. Holla. I don't know what I'm doing. I know I like it. I hope I'm getting better. Uh, I don't know. I get ideas for what I want to do. I do it. And then I get another idea, and then I do it. I mean, it's all really just bullshitting and crazy shit that comes in my mind. I really do want to get to interview and talk to people and meet people and find out what makes other people go and pushes them, you know? To do that, I need practice because we're just kind of doing this as I go. I mean, it's a learn-on-the-fly situation, you know? We're just doing it, and we're doing it. So today I talked a couple of my longtime friends into coming and chilling with Mr. J. So they humored me and they're going to get a little buzzed probably and we're going to chat. So let's get right into it. All right, today we're chilling with Mr. J. We got two of my longtime homies. Uh, we got Dave. He's in, on the outskirts of Carlton, Michigan. I shouldn't say you're in Carlton. He's right on the outskirts. And then my boy, Keith, where are you? Canton? Canton, Michigan. Canton, Michigan. He's in Canton. So we're in Canton, Carlton, and Hemlock, and we're going to make a podcast. They're the only ones that could get to talk to me and humor me, but mostly because they're getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and yep, they got nothing better to do. Yeah. If it was a normal Friday night, they'd probably be doing something. Yeah. Well, yeah. the kids are bad, too, so. <laughs> it's Friday night. I don't even know what day it is, man. And I, you know I only know days. I don't know days of the week. I know dates. It's the 24th. I thought we were getting close to the first, but now we're moving back. Golf is back, though. We get to golf now. I saw that. That's true. Yep. Walks sure you're home, probably not. My fat ass needs it. I'm sure you're probably not golfing too much, so Keith, with four kids, right? No, I got, I got a. I'll, I'll tell you how how often I've been golfing. I got a new, brand new pair of golf shoes. It was on my Christmas list. Uh, I believe it was Christmas 2016. Okay. <laughs> and I've got to use them twice. Okay, so you ain't golfing oh, at all. Dang. But it's yeah. not. I mean, it, it most of it, like in the those two times are for work. You know, I got right. to during the day. So it's just I don't know, just the weekends. There's you know, kids' activities, and, you know, if I get away, I'll, I'll get away from the office. And then speaking of, you know, you got the, the Phil Tiger 2 now with Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's going to be – it'll be exciting because it's Tiger Woods, but, like, it'll be awkward because Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, like, that's the only other two people you could come up with. Yeah. Just seem, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Why those two guys? I, yeah, that's yeah, that's funny. I mean, they're the same handicap. It looked like I think Tom was a six and Peyton's a five or something, so – yeah, but Peyton Manning's, Peyton Manning's just going to be making uh, nationwide jingles, and Tom Brady hey. don't got nothing to say, man. We don't want to talk. We don't want to talk about that. Let's give a little shout out to State Farm. Dave Wilson, <laughs> oh yeah, we got to give. <laughs> oh yeah, talking about nationwide. We want to talk about State Farm. <laughs> you know, hey, like a good neighbor, man. <laughs> yeah, see, fuck, see, fuck Peyton Manning anyway. I wasn't yeah. going to throw any insurance out there, but talking about insurance, we need a guy. <laughs> 
Chilling with Mr. J podcast gets ten percent commissions on all things made off the airways. I don't even get commissions, so <laughs> awkward. I know. Damn, hand my check over to you. I was gonna say, are you guys gonna watch that Beastie Boys documentary that's on Apple TV or what? I want to. I want to. How's that work? You gotta pay for that, or you just gotta have Apple TV? And you just I think you just you just gotta have Apple TV. I think. Oh, sweet. I so, heard it's pretty good. Yeah, I've been just seeing ads and stuff all over about it, so I was just wondering if any of you guys are gonna watch it. I know you have Apple TV. I don't, so I'd like to watch it. Bulls Dot yeah. takes up my life and trying to make a podcast. That's a pretty good series. It gets you pretty hyped up. Like you forget how you forget how hype up that entrance music got you when you heard. The oh movie. yeah, yeah. When yeah. they played it for the for the next episodes, they're like shut it down. I'm like, holy! I told Renee, I was like, oh shit, I forgot all about that shit. I was like, yeah, you, know? you just forgot how hype you got even back then. Like, like yeah. I said, I was never a Bulls fan or a Jordan fan, but still, you'd want to come out to like and now in your backyard, you know, you're yeah. out like fucking your Jordan. <laughs> I know for for me, I didn't realize how much I only watch sports. Like on TV, like I basically only watch sports. I don't know what you guys have been watching, but other than this Bulls documentary and the Tiger King, I don't watch any TV really except for like when a sports game's on or something. There's been nothing for me. I've been listening to all podcasts. You guys watching anything? Listening to podcasts? What's going on? I mean, everyone did Tiger King, so I mean, she did it. Obviously, (laughs) Carol Baskin did it. Let's get that out in the open. <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't, Carol killed her husband. <laughs> I haven't done. I haven't done Tiger King yet. Oh, spoiler alert! Oh, I know. But, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, when, shit. No, when, when the first when the first buzz was hitting, you know, two weeks ago or whatever, when it first started, I pulled it up and I started watching it, and I got and you know about ten minutes in, I'm like, oh well, shit, I think Heidi's gonna like this show. So mm-hmm. you know, figured you know, there's not too many shows where you can sit and watch it together. So I've been yeah. safe. Try to find a time for us two to watch it, you know, because she's working and and when she's nice, she's not working. I'm all tired and I just go to bed because I'm tired. Obviously, I just ruined it for you, but yeah, it's, it's pretty good and it's actually pretty pretty easy to just binge watch. I think uh, probably about three weeks ago on a Sunday, I just I bust open the first one and I just couldn't stop watching. It was yeah. just that much of a train wreck. It's crazy. They're just crazy <laughs> ass people. Like you just that's, that's all it is. Like you just can't believe that there's anybody living like this. I listened to. Uh, the Shaq's big podcast and he was taking okay. a lot of heat from everybody because he bought a tiger from that guy so he told the, he, so he told the story that he was just buying a tiger because he was donated to a zoo but every, like you know how the media is everybody was like Shaq fucking hates tigers and he kills tigers <laughs> he's like I've never had a tiger at my house he's like I just buy them for zoos because I have lots of money and I like white tigers but that's like how wow. big that fucking show was man it's crazy and you it's know what crazy. you know what's funny is when I lived in, uh, when I was living there in Dallas area, that I remember way back in the, I remember them talking about this guy when all this trial and shit was going on, and I didn't put it together until I watched this documentary. I'm like, this seems so familiar. Like, why do I know this? And so I think it was on the news uh, in Dallas when all that shit was going on. And like I said, I just never put two and two together. You know, I've been doing just listening to podcasts, and then the wife, like, the wife has something on, and then. As I'm eating my gummies from um, the river provisioning and chestnut, <laughs> that's where I get all my edibles from, the river provisioning and chestnut. <laughs> Anyways, when you when you watch a podcast and you take edibles and then the wife's watching reality TV and then the podcast and the reality TV mixes together, <laughs> it's, it's fun. And then I just fall asleep and think about doing my own podcast. That's like back in the day. Yeah. 
we used to go and we were watching Scooby-Doo and having Sublime play in the background. It was like Sublime was the soundtrack to Scooby-Doo because everything matched up. Dude, I still listen to Sublime constantly. I got a big, I don't know what I call it. I guess it's a towel. I don't know. Something big hanging on the wall. That's all Sublime. A tapestry. Tap- there you go, you- man. Damn, thank you, man. I knew you would know something. Not- <laughs> now, do you like Sublime? now do you like Sublime with Rome as well, too, or what? I don't. I, do I like, like the, old Sublime. I like the tunes, but I'm not a big Rome fan. I guess I, okay. I haven't. I've only probably heard Rome sing them songs a couple of times. I haven't even even tried to listen to it. I like yeah. their, their first I'm album. Not, I'm just not interested. It's all. I still got all my old CDs. <laughs> you still jamming the those, CD man? pack? You're still tell the, tell the, the kids what those are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, I don't know. They, I don't even know what they think it is. No, they do. We do DVDs a lot because we got that. We got that uh, town and country with the DVD player in it. We bought Emma a little kitty, a little kitty, or yeah, a little kitty, and it was a radio because it had like a microphone attachment. But in the front, it had a tape player. We didn't even realize that we just bought it. And then one day, Emma popped it open, and she's like, "What is this? What goes in here?" And the only tape I could find out of all my boxes was the Humpty Dance. (laughs) So we put it in, and she jammed the Humpty Dance for like I don't know, those months, man. Like we got sick of it. We had to hide the tape. <laughs> but she had no fun. She's like, Dave, what the hell? You're just so confused. Like, this is music, you know. All she knows is pressing buttons, pressing a screen. So my kids, my keep kids keep asking for phones, and my oldest is 10, so it's getting getting a little close to now. And going back to the old scenario where multiple kids have to be at the same different places at the same time. You know, if I gave if I had Maddox, my oldest, gave him a cell phone, you know, he can go ride his ride his bike to soccer practice, you know, as long as he's got that cell phone on him. I was like, but if I get you that phone, you know, you gotta. You, if you don't answer, you're in big trouble. If you don't answer my text, you're in big trouble. I'm gonna have that GPS on. So it's almost even like more control, being able to control more as a parent. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But and I tell I, them, yeah, I wouldn't that, mind that. You know. You know, you gotta. You know, because uh, so because I've uh, we kick them out outside. So throw all four kids outside. You know, between the ages of four and ten now, and sometimes like you know, just me and Heidi are inside making dinner or whatever, and they're like, you know, should we go out there? Should somebody be out there? And I'm like, no. It's like they know they could. We're kind of like a couple cul-de-sacs, so they can kind of stay within the little block area. Mm-hmm. And usually, if somebody does something stupid, the other one's tattletaling on them, so we find out pretty quick. Yeah, sure. We're at the phone thing, too, because Emma is an only child, so she likes to go, obviously, spend the night with cousins and friends and all that. So we're like, okay, well. So I had an old phone. I gave her mine. It's, she's just used it as an iPod. I said, if you don't ruin this until school starts next year, because at Hemlock, middle school is fifth grade. So I said, when you're middle school... You'll get your you'll get a phone number and it'll be a phone. That way, you know, it's just nice to have if she's all over the place because she's you know what I mean? She's the only child, so she roams to hang out with other kids. You gave her you gave her a phone and basically she can just go if she's at somebody's house, connect to the Wi-Fi kind of thing. Now she can, yeah. So we told her because it's only like 30 bucks to get a whole nother phone added on a month to get unlimited data. So we said middle school, then you have you know, because there'll be stuff going on more. As far as she'll be after school doing this or that, so she can call for. So it'll it'll be it'll, like you said, it's gonna come in handy. Just track that bitch. She, she not, yeah. not my what, not my girl. The phone, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's, she's gonna say she's at practice, but she's really just she quit and she's sitting outside the gym doing TikToks. <laughs> she'll so just leave. She'll have two phones, and the one that I track will be the one in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say how you handling that right now with with the kids uh, 
with the kids now not having any activities, how's that working? It, it was a big shock at first because we're literally seven days a week uh, in and out of the house all day long. All four kids are doing two or three activities or sports a season, which is crazy how many opportunities they got down here. It's probably easier to keep them at home than have to be seven places at once. Yeah, so it started It started getting hairy when like two kids had to be in different places at the same time, and it would be a night that Heidi's working, so that's just one person. But the plus side of that is they're getting older, so we know their teammates and their teammates' parents, so they can just have them pick them up or yeah. nice. You know, that sort of thing. It's been working out. I mean, it's, it's, it, I think it's a lot better than – Sitting at home having nothing to do, nothing to do, and just them wanting to be on their tablets all day. Yep, sure, yep, for sure. Yeah. yeah, we signed we signed our oldest up on uh, lacrosse this year, and he went to first practice lacrosse, and then he seemed to like it and everything. And of course, then this this shit happened. So then we just actually got the refund check today. You paid for, you know, gave us back the money for the registration fee. Oh, just like, nice. damn, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's cool, but I yeah. mean, we finally found a sport that he like liked and shit, and it's like, man, we couldn't even do it, so. Emma was excited that's the only about it. Emma was playing softball this year for the first time, excited to play, and like, they were like a week away from their like positioning or drafting or whatever they call it, and then it just shut yeah. down, so nothing. I mean, now it's like an afterthought, you know? Let's take this time for a quick word from one of our sponsors. Thinking about having a party? Not really sure what you want to feed them, but you're for damn sure you don't want to cook for them. Well, Mr. J's is here to help. Affordable, delicious catering any day, any week, any year. He'll cook you anything under any budget, and that's a guarantee. Call today, 989-493-0440. Or as always, email any questions to mr.jcatering365 at gmail.com. Mr. J's Catering is here for all your party needs. We got you, dog. Welcome back to Chillin' with Mr. J and the homies. You guys are all still working like your normal hours then, right? Both you guys, huh? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yes, I'm still nine to five, Monday through Friday. And like I said, still do the same thing, take phone calls, you know, do insurance. Not as busy. I get a lot of phone calls because, you know, people haven't paid their bills or, you know, they want to know what State sure. Farm's doing for them and shit. So oh, they're helping. Yeah. So kind of get that. But it's it's all the same people that don't pay their bills monthly anyway. It's not like I'm getting any new people like, oh, I can't pay. It's it's all yeah, the same yeah. people that were non-payers to begin with. So they're just looking for more free shit, you know, like same, hey, same problems. Like, you just don't have you just don't have to wear pants now. You can just get out yeah, of bed and fucking sit on the couch and do it. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's like I said, it's harder with the kids yelling and or me oh, yelling at sure. the kids. But, but 
you, you, everybody thinks working from home is like the greatest idea until you can't concentrate and get any work done. Cause you just can't, when you're at home, you don't want to work cause you're at home. You want to not work, you know? So that's why you go to work to concentrate to work. I think. I don't know yeah, I'm, for sure. No. And I, yeah. And it's the laziness factor sets in and I'm eating and I'm lazy. I'm not moving around as much as I would if I was even out of the office or out of home going. So that that's played a factor on my fucking, on my gut and stuff. I mean, I'm not drinking as much because I mean, I just don't, but I'm eating a lot more. Just well, you, you get, get bored. bored you get bored. Yes. Yeah, so like, all right, I'm bored. Let me just go see what's in the kitchen. And then Easter didn't help. So Renee went and bought a whole bunch of Easter candy and shit for the kids. Yep. For the yeah. East, you know, and so now I'm, it, it's basically, it turned into my basket and not theirs. You know? <laughs> That's my basket of candy. Yeah, I'm sitting there organizing. I'm like organizing. How many Three Musketeers do I have left? How many cooks do I have left? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like it's, it's got to that point. I'm just like, man, you need to get rid of that shit. Yeah, it's like you only, you only let the kids have like one piece of candy a day. Oh, yeah. And you eat like 10. You're in there at night eating like 10 pieces of candy. No, and it's the worst one. I give them Robin eggs, like the Whoppers. Like, I heard you can have those. That's yeah. it. I don't like those. So when I'll I get eat it all the candy until it's gone. I'll, I'll just, I won't, like, ration it. I'll just eat it. Not, if it's one day or two days or three days, I'll eat the candy till it's gone, and then I'll stop eating it till there's more. They'll, they'll call me out on it. They'll call me out. So, like, in the mornings, I got the three of them, like, to get up real early. And, and they're old enough now to go down and, you know, get a Pop-Tart for breakfast or whatever and watch TV. But they'll call me out once I finally come down and be like, "Dad, were you eating candy? Were you eating candy last night? <laughs> Why? Why?" He's like, "There's all kinds of wrappers in the trash." <laughs> yeah, dead, they're going after the trash on you. Dad, I can eat as much candy as I want. He's like, "When you're the mom and dad, you can eat as much candy as you." Want. <laughs> yep, that's always the, that's always a final answer. I'm the dad. I do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> throw out the dad card, man. <laughs> You guys been eating in, eating out, cooking a lot of food, doing both. I've been cooking dinner every night, cooking some bomb-ass dinners. And we've been cooking, too. We haven't eaten chicken, Smoking brisket. Today, today we, had, uh, we had street tacos today. Tacos El Pastor. All right. Man, so you're, you're just locked in, running the homestead, full-on full homestead, doing it. Yeah. I'm kind of just... We're kind of the same. I mean, we're just, you know, cooking. I mean, our bill this week, we did our grocery shop, and it was fucking highest it's ever been in a long time. And I'm like, damn. I mean, for one, grocery prices went up, but the other, you know, we're eating in, buying, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables and shit now. So that's cool. Today we had uh, chicken tortilla soup Renee made. So and it was, it was it's bomb. It was freaking great. So, uh, but I still, you know, I still got, I got to get my fast food fixed, you know, every once in a while still. We'll do pizzas. We'll do like pick up some hot and ready's or something like that. Some easier for the kids so. and stuff, but not not all the time. Once there's just week. there's just three of us, so all we do is I mean we we been cooking. That's utilized my skills. I'd like yeah. to I'd like to go eat out, but it gets too expensive when you eat out too much. So oh, yeah. you know you can see we can, three of us can spend three hundred dollars in groceries, and that'll last close to three weeks with three of us using no, leftovers and all that shit. You know. Yeah, well, I that go. and the thing with it is now is if you go out and eat too and just take out food, I mean, you, you obviously got to still go home and eat it. So it's not the same if you're getting it, you know, yeah. wrapped up and to go home. It mm-hmm. doesn't warm up the same, doesn't eat the same. It's like, all right. You oh, yeah. To- Normally, me and my wife will eat out two, three times a week just because I don't want to cook after working all week or whatever. And we'll just, it's easier to meet up, eat, go home and be done rather than cook and clean every day, you know? 
Yeah. So as far as like uh, you cooking, I mean, are you fresh out of all your uh, your stock and everything now, or what's? Oh, no, man, we haven't bought. How's that working? It's just an expiration day. It's just what the government tells you. I haven't bought. I haven't bought. I haven't bought meat. We haven't bought meat since this started because I had, I had a week of parties booked that I was basically had meat marinated and prepped for that week, and then when I bought that meat, I was like, well, fuck it, I got the same things the next week, so I bought everything for that week and just, you know, had it in my cooler for a few extra days. So I froze all that right when the shutdown happened. So we still got, I still got like eighty. Uh, bone-in country style ribs um 20 chicken legs and like five or ten pounds of chicken breast still left so you guys are just going pretty much for like sides or staples when you guys go to grocery store if yep. you guys go still i mean yeah we go i mean we sorry. yeah basically all the you know all the other shit melissa's been baking the fuck out of snacks so we got this <laughs> constantly that's what she's been doing, just to be bored, and I eat them all because hot brown, hot brownies or anything. Is she getting good at that or what? No, I just gotta get the butter. <laughs> just gotta get the butter. I gotta, I gotta talk to my friends at the River Provisioning Center in Chesney and see if they can get <laughs> some butter. <laughs> when do you guys think we're gonna be able to? I don't think we're ever gonna go back to normal, but when do you think we'll be able to like take the kids to the fall? Soccer games. I think, I think we'll be good by the fall. I'm, I'm like thinking fall school year. After, I think mid-July, I think we can somewhat, you know, people will start going back to work and all of the businesses will start opening up again. But people are still going to be, I think, wearing masks and mm-hmm. out when they don't need to, you know. But, I mean, that's just me. I, we're not anywhere close right now. I don't think so either. I think I had pretty much a... You know, March, April, May all evaporated cancellations. And now I got early June graduations are just to be safe are moving it to August just so they can tell their people so they can just plan on coming so that they get people there. You know what I mean? And I got people in July where their their venues are telling them they don't know about that yet. Like venues are canceling in June as far as like weddings and stuff. So I don't I don't I don't know if it's ever going to really be like. I mean, like, other than, like, I don't know, man, other than crazy sporting events, I guess. I don't know, like, groups. Like, is there going to be 20,000 people ever getting together in one place again? I don't know. I don't know. We've had some other stuff happen during our lifetime. I mean, if you look at, you know, 9-11, so where people were like, all right, are we ever going to fly again? Yeah, you're right. You know, and then, I mean, and eventually it's going to, I mean, it'll get back that way. Obviously, it's not going to be that way for a long time because people are going to be on, you know, the front of their mind. But if you look at just a daily news cycle or just, you know, social media, I mean, people forget about shit constantly, you know? Yeah. you know, Real quick. so if you if you put it into concept, like I said, nine eleven, it's like yeah, you know, people were like, all right, we're never gonna fly again. They were shut down for a week or two or whatever, and we're then flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and now, but I mean, this yeah, it's a little bit different, but hopefully, it gets people thinking a little bit more about just being smart and using common sense. Anyway, people should have been washing their hands to begin with. Social mm-hmm. distancing. I don't want anybody next to me or on top of me anyway. Yeah. 
I mean, just and just like you, I mean, just like you, it's like, you know, I'm social too and I like talking to people and shit like that, but it's like, I don't want, you know, like the Seinfeld close talker or somebody right, right next to me and shit. Like, you know what I mean? So No, you can't because you'll start talking to someone. Like, I'll be in the store at Myers, like, thinking it's normal other than people in masks and shit and it smells like sanitizer everywhere. But then you start talking to someone and then you look down, they'll look at you and then you look down and it's like, oh shit, I'm not on the X. I'm too close. I'm five feet, not six feet. Like, that's, that's just what's yeah, weird. Yeah. Like, can't not that you gotta get all close to people but like you just can't walk up people and start chatting yeah. get your shit and get out all the yeah. world's yeah. gonna be lived like this right now on skype we're gonna have to see each other other than like <laughs> when we go get that deer this year keith we got to get one of those this year yeah. like shit like that like it's gonna be like okay your friends you get together for these things and you know that's i don't know I yeah it's just front, front and center and I mean, in front and center, obviously, I mean, yeah, if a vaccine comes, I mean, all that shit. But, yeah, I, I see, you know, fall time, too. But then I also heard, and, like, me and Mr. J were talking about earlier before Keith got on, we talked about maybe a lot of companies are going to see, hey, why do we need this big office for? We could do a lot of stuff, you know, yep. working remotely. Uh, school Schools are doing a lot of stuff through online and stuff. So why do we need these, you know, big bills as far as, like, office space? Get them elementary kids back in school, man. I need them out the house. No, I agree. Yeah. So, that's The business model is going to change just because they're going to see they're saving money, too. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, they might be losing money right now in the short term, but they're going to make money in the long run because they're going to be saving money on other stuff. You know, and then, yeah. you know most companies, it's, it's a free market society. They're going to, you know. They, they worry about their bottom line, and that's all the rich people, you know. I mean, obviously, that's all they care about is the bottom line, whether it's a sacrifice one person here, one person there. It's it's still the bottom line for companies. So yep. that's just kind of my two cents about that aspect of it, you know. Yep. Yeah. It'll all, I mean, it'll all come back around because, I mean, all the money people make is getting paid somewhere. It's just getting paid differently to people, and eventually people are going to spend all their money again. And, you know, takeout businesses for some places have been killer, you know what I mean? Yeah, I haven't really heard. So, I mean, I I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know. I just know places that you know, like, have a big following. Like Maple Grill over here does it, where you have to call in your order, and then you pay online, and then they give you a number, and then you go up to the door, number whatever, take it. No one touches anything except the bag handle, and you only have to touch that. You know what I mean? So they're doing really good. So Keith, on on your, that aspect, so obviously you're closer more to the quote unquote epicenter, you know, of Michigan. So yeah. what kind of, I guess, how's that whole scenario? Like, what's what's people like down there? I guess you know. I mean, you're at home, so you don't really go out and see. You know, I go out to go grocery shopping and stuff, but I mean, it's it when it hit pretty quick and they started shutting things down. I mean, things shut down pretty quick, but it's but it's a lot of the same stuff. All the restaurants are still open. They got signs out uh and they're still running commercials or whatever that they're you know open for takeout and and contactless delivery and this and that so a lot of the restaurants are open or if they we noticed a bunch this week that were closed for two weeks but then they just started opening back up you know maybe so they can get things figured out or whatever it's pretty serious here you go out everybody is already wearing masks anyways then we're already wearing masks before this happened yeah Yeah. down there Hmm. really Either you guys know anybody that's got corona, like, or know, like, a friend of a friend or a cousin of a cousin? You no, know, I know some nurses that my wife works with, they've, like, they've had three or four nurses that she worked with that have had to, you know, had tested positive and, like, had to stay home for two weeks. You know, with the patients, you know, you're more 
apt to be exposed to it. So, but I mean, I don't know them personally. Right, you just know that someone knows talking about it. Her coworkers have had, you know, tested positive. One of the wife's mom, the wife's friend's mom, had it pretty bad, but she's. I think she's on the mend now. It was sketchy for a minute, but other than that, I don't know anybody that's even tested positive or anything really. I don't think. I was trying to think the other day. Okay, so I know I started going to Carlton in seventh grade, but I know Barney's Rockets was before. Middle school. When was Barney's Rockets? I could not. Was it like 92 or was it like 96? No, it wasn't high school. It would have been 94, 96, 92, no, 91. Were we, we like 10? We probably played in fifth grade, Dave, you think? Or was it before that? Um, I'm trying to think here now. That's yeah, when that's I met question. you guys. I was trying to think when I, mean, I met I mean, you guys. Like, I think it was to like 10, 11 years old. That's what I was trying to think of until like until seventh or eighth grade. I remember, I don't know. I remember playing like, I don't know why, but specifically like in 12 and under tournaments. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah, because I remember I got asked to play with Scott stuff, and everyone was all pissed at me because I went and played for Scott stuff in a tournament in Chesney. U twelve, and it was a twelve. Yeah, and it was a U twelve, twelve and under. So yeah, I saw. I was. I was. I think I got a trophy still somewhere on the basement somewhere. (laughs) I was. uh, I was playing for Barney's, and you guys went and switched over to uh, Mike's Mad Hatters. Mike's Mad Hatters. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. It was fifth and sixth grade would have been Barney's, and then seventh and eighth grade would have been Mike's. the other one, and then we went to high school, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. So, yeah, crazy. Barney's was, I mean, cool. I drive by there a lot, and, you know, I'm just – I. I see them every once in a while still, and I'm just like think back to the old batting cage in the back. And, yeah. I mean, if he wasn't such a dick all the time, it was like, you know – <laughs> to grow up, to, well, to grow up how we did, I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, what kids have like batting cages? Oh, and yeah. Kind yeah. of just, yeah. just you know, we're, we were fucking Sandlot, you know, like, you know, we were the Sandlot kids, you know. Big ass, big ass boats in your driveway, batting cages, and. Yeah, but we were the Sandlot kids. We were just the run of the mill Carlton kids, and then he started bringing other people in. So it was like, yeah, I mean, that's should... why me and Drumba left because he was a dick, and, you know, we he were getting to be, no He wanted to be like time. a. He wanted to be like a like a like a baseball organization, not just a team from Carlson. Yeah, he was he was yeah. like the early. He was like the as as good as a, a travel team you could get. It, that's what I was gonna say. It was the early travel baseball. Yeah, so that's why we quit, and then we just because me and Jerumba, I mean, we just wanted to play for fun. That's why we were still playing, you know. Yeah. No, I got I, I as because I stayed with Barney's, <laughs> and I don't know if it was just because my dad that's what he wanted or whatever, but. You know, I, I understood as a 13, 12, 13 year old or however old we were, why you guys busted up. Because you guys, yeah. were, you were having a fun. I remember watching you guys playing and I was sitting the bench because it was all township kids now. Oh, yeah, we were throwing <laughs> that nasty, slowest throw, that nasty sinker. <laughs> and I was just trying oh. to scoop it. Yeah, and seeing you guys playing and having fun and I'm sitting the bench. You know, yeah, we were winning games, but shit, I wasn't doing shit on that team. Yeah, laugh every, every time I strike someone out, we just laugh at it. You know, it's just so funny. Like, oh, like they couldn't hit it, and we just laugh because we knew it was coming. You know, that was the legit yeah. Sandlot squad. That team, that was like the oh, most. Yeah. That was like the most city. That team like practiced on like cement. It is funny though because I mean that's the other thing too. As I remember you telling me way back in the day that Dave came trying to beg you to come back to his team and shit, or he talked to your parents, or he tried to beg you to come back. Yeah, and- it was like an ordeal, and I thought about that because I was thinking like how crazy sports is now. But I was thinking, damn, that was kind of like the same situation. But but my parents and everybody, we were just like, ah, fuck that, you know. 
I'm so mad. Like we didn't have the opportunities that the the kids have now either. Like we didn't have a wrestling class like yeah. they have now at Carlton or, or, or golf or hockey or bowling. I mean, they have all that stuff. No, now. we couldn't learn how to. We didn't. We didn't have a class to learn how to cook. To learn how to do. Hemlock has a class where they do a podcast. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. Like you know, not not that we would have been doing that kind of stuff. But I'm saying back then you could have did like. You could have had a class where you learn how to be an electrician. Yeah. Or learn how yeah. to be a plumber or something. You know, I mean, you had wood shop, but that one, you're not going to build a fucking metal box when you get out of high school. What I, what I do think we need to shout out is Seatown Class of 98. Seatown, we've been there and doing it. I don't think we mentioned that quite yet. It is. We're a bunch of, well, we're not, you're not 40 yet. When's your birthday? Your birthday's coming up, isn't it? You guys are 40. You old, you got you old men there, forty years old. I'm not, Yours is what next week? I'm in my thirties still. June. June. Oh no. yeah. yeah. Okay. Shit. June Yeah, you're the last one to turn forty out of all of us, anyway. I got a bunch of friends that I've had, like I've met in in between us and them, but like it's not so much a hangout. All the, I mean, not that we hang out. I mean, obviously, me and you flow are golf partners, so we see each other all the time. We talk and see each other, Keith, whenever we can, but we live on opposite sides of the state. And everything. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, like, other than that, like, we're all still friends and communicate and know what's going on. Other yeah. than that, like, the, the friends I've made in between, I mean, we're friends, but it's like when you see someone somewhere or some random incident, you become friends, you know what I'm saying? Here, yeah. here's, the way I, here's the way I look at it. I look at it as, I mean, you got all those friends on Facebook that you keep track of and, you know, you're seeing somebody's living here doing that. Yeah, and, that yeah. But it's the people that you text. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like your that's like your, your core, you know, the people that you might text with, you know, about something else that some sort of conversation that you know the world doesn't need to see. It doesn't. It's not even as bad or nothing, but it's just I think it's yeah. a personal level to text somebody and that you got your number and then you're keeping up with them and that sort of thing. So I think that's where kind of where it comes a little different when you try to start separating of people who you keep in contact with or people you still know about just because you see them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. Friends and Facebook friends and acquaintances and family these days all kind of gets thrown in a bunch together. You know what I mean? I mean, I try to make friends everywhere I go, new friends constantly. Friends and homies, I guess, are the same thing. But to me, it's a little different because my homies are my people that have been with me for a long time and guys i trust with anything these two guys we were talking with today um i've been friends with them for at least 30 years we've seen each other grow from boys to teenagers to men to dads um i ride with these guys i'm always there no matter if we are always there but we always got each other's back and that's all that is really important. It doesn't matter how many friends you have or how many people are around you. You just need a few people to always have your back and to always keep it straight with you. And that's what I respect about these two. And that's what I respect about all my friends that I've had um, around me for a long time that I turn to when I need things. So with that being said, I'd like to thank Keith. I'd like to thank Dave. And I, as always, I want to thank everybody for chilling with Mr. J. If you or someone you know would like to chill with Mr. J, please email at mr.jcatering365 at gmail. That's mr.jcatering365 at gmail.
You can also follow all the chillin' on Instagram at chillin' underscore with underscore Mr. underscore J. That's chillin' with Mr. J and all the fucking underscores on Instagram. You can find this podcast on podbean.com, Apple, and SoundCloud. I encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review. It is very helpful to me and this podcast to grow. And remember, even when your friends are wide open in the corner and you're drawing the double team, if they're your real friends, they'll understand that you're just trying to get buckets. So until next time, peace, love, and sanity. Swaggy. Oh, front rim, get that board. (coughs) This is the Mr. J Underground Podcast Network. Peace out. Better call me back, sucker.